on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. You know, before we had children, I remember multiple times people saying, you know what, you just got to go do the things. Like, a lot of times when you have kids, you just automatically say, like, oh, well, it's too much of a hassle to do this and do that. And I still remember my buddy, Lynn. Let me shout out Lynn. He told me, he was like, dude, let me give you some advice. Everyone around you is going to be like, oh, when you have kids, don't go out anymore. Don't take your kids to restaurants. Don't take your kids here. It's just a hassle. Just You'll realize staying home is the easiest thing. He goes, go live your life. If you guys are craving a certain restaurant, you pack up the kids, you go, and you learn and adjust and overcome. Just do it and teach your kids as best you can. Let me tell you that. That is a load of crap. <laughs> and uh, I am now team when you have multiple children. and unless you got Unless you've got seven adults to help take care of them, you just <laughs> never leave the house. Uh, you last, know, it's actually really easy for you to say when I, you are not I, dealing I, with I know, any of I know, this. but I just, I uh, well, I made a terrible mistake. Yeah. I mean, a terrible mistake last yeah, night. Yeah, so I'm trying to unpack all this. It was probably one of the most wild nights in my parenting life thus far. Yes. Just insane. So we're at a basketball game. Joey, you're working at the basketball game, so you're on on the court doing on-court stuff. Half-court shots for yeah, 250 so bucks. It, we we decide... Yeah, let's go. Let's make it a family thing. And and Lauren, you bring the kids, and it'll be great. And we get popcorn and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Well, and first so we of all, decided to go. We um, yes, and we I did show up together. We showed up all together. Well, I that was my thing. I was yeah. like, I need to go at the same time as you, so you could help me unload the kids. Yeah, it, it's just a whole thing, right? So we get there, and I quickly realize, you know, after you leave, I quickly realize. What have I done? This is a mistake. Because I can't really be close by you because I'm <laughs> no, on the court. I'm in you're the in the stands. stands. I'm yeah. up in the stands. So I decided to bring my friend along with me. I said, hey, meet me here. Let's go. Also a dumb decision because she also has two young children the same exact age as our kids. So now we're dealing with four little children. Okay. We're at the game and all you know what breaks loose because all the kids are having issues. There was one point where I'm holding both babies Two babies of the same size, and I'm bouncing. I'm standing in the stands, like bouncing two babies because she had to go take her toddler somewhere. I did look up once and saw that, and I was like, oh, "That does you, not look fun." I was dripping in sweat. I mean, it was it was quite the the scene. So I go. A couple things happen. So I go and get um, some concessions. Our son's a popcorn, popcorn. So I take him to go get popcorn. Standing in line, and there's some like college kids behind me, and. They are just flying f bombs, just swearing up a storm. Yeah, I, I wish I, I would have loved to see your face. And I was like, "Do I say something? Do I say something? Do I say something?" Because our son is very impressionable right now, and he repeats everything. He's a tape recorder. Yeah, he really is. And so I kind of like I kind of turned around and looked at the kids, and I was like, "Hey, I'm sorry, my son repeats a lot right now. Could you?" Could you stop? Oh, you you handled that better. Really you just told nice. me you were like, oh, some kids were cussing behind me. And I, I was like, oh, no. Oh, that's I was good. nice. And I, I thought about going all, you know, where's your manager type situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't. And I was like, hey, I'm sorry. And I made it. I softened the blow because I was like, it doesn't bother me, which it kind of does. But I was like, it doesn't bother me. So but you, my son but, will repeat things. Would you mind yeah. cleaning it up a now, little bit? Now, if we didn't have our kids with us, you're not saying anything? I don't think I would say okay. anything. Okay, I mean, I, I hope not. It still bothers me, yeah, yeah, but I wouldn't I'm not, say I'm anything. I'm not saying it's the best practice for kids <laughs> to just be flying the F-bomb or yeah, whatever. Yeah, and, and you know what? Let me just go on the record saying this was a really good lesson learned because they were super, super accommodating. They were like, 
Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. And then the rest of the, the time we're standing in line, they kept saying flip. <laughs> <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. They switched so it to flip. <laughs> you were, you're standing in line behind or in front of college kids. Yeah, they, yeah. They're cussing like crazy. You say, hey, my three-year-old repeats a lot of stuff. Do you mind? And then they go flip. Yep. And That's then awesome. At one point, I heard the guy go, oh, man, I just... I need to swear. I'm not used to not swearing. And I was oh, like, good I'm for sorry. them. That's and then they awesome. helped me carry concessions. So it was great. See, but that's the, a redemption yes, story. Yes, it was. But the biggest issue of the night, the, the baby starts freaking out and crying. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the bottle, the bottle, the bottle. I've got my hand in the diaper bag. I'm searching for the bottle. No bottle. You told me you packed a bottle. You did not pack a bottle. <laughs> you claim I said that. I was in charge of packing the diaper bag, but I always so, feel like you're in charge of the bottle. I asked you three different times before we left the house. Hey, did you pack a bottle? Yeah, yeah, I got a bottle. Okay, we're pulling out of the driveway. You got a bottle, right? Yes, you I got a bottle. You asked me as we were pulling out of the yes, driveway? I asked you three times. I could still remember where I was. So, no bottle. I'm freaking Yikes. out. Now I have to leave with both kids. I have to pack them up, and I got to wear the baby, and I got to grab the toddler, and I got to walk all the way to where we parked, get him loaded in the car. I don't have time to get all the way to our house. This baby needs to eat. Yeah. I find the closest grocery store. I buy formula, and oh, I buy a gosh. bottle. How much was that? $50. <laughs> and then I need hot water. The coffee shop at the place that I was at was closed. They're like, oh, well, there's a bar upstairs. Great. So I take... Two tiny children up the elevator in a stroller to the bar. And I go to the bar top. You can imagine the confusion <laughs> on the bartender or her face. And I was like, I, I got to make a bottle. So Late at night. It's 830. A mom of two kids at a bar. It's nine o'clock. Asking for hot water. for a for, To make formula. Anyway, long story short, I am standing at the bar top looking at all the liquor bottles and making myself a baby bottle at the same time. And I was getting a lot of looks. But, uh, thanks. you know, shout out to the bartender for helping me. Shout out to the random stranger that tied my son's shoes. Yeah. It's, and shout out to those college kids who helped me with my concessions. It's funny, too, because Adam, who's one of the guys that works with me, like on the court, he kind of helps me say, hey, okay, we're going to do this now. He's like, oh, man, your kids are here. And I said, yeah. And he goes, that's got to be awesome. They're watching Dad. They're hanging out. And I said, I forgot the bottle. <laughs> I said, my wife is going to murder me. <laughs> I said, she's not having a good time. I and was he's so like, angry. He, I don't know if he has kids. He's kind of younger, so I don't think he gets it. And I'm like, no, you don't get it, man. Well, it's my not friend good. that was with us, she's like, he forgot a bottle. I was like, yeah. he What? Yeah. He forgot the bottle? Yeah, I forgot the bottle. I'm a terrible <laughs> person. It's Joey and Lauren. It's your trending stories with Joey and Lauren in the morning. This guy, I'm just questioning some of his decisions. Um, he's from Seattle. A man uh, custom built a tomb for a bag of hot Cheetos to preserve the snack for centuries. Yes, he built an actual tomb, uh, 3,000 pounds of concrete, 80-pound bags. So uh, that was what he was hoisting to kind of create this tomb that he was making. And then he said it was fun. And the entire process took four months and cost him over $1,200 in materials. Uh, that's actually not bad. So wait a second. So he's putting hot Cheetos in a tomb. To in- preserve them forever. So like- but He's hoping someone eventually finds it. Maybe, um, but the location of where he has said tomb that he's created is kept a secret. That's what I don't get. I understand if he's like, hey, I love Hot Cheetos and 50 years from now, just in case Hot Cheetos. <laughs> how long, know. How long? honestly, will Hot Cheetos be a thing? Oh, gosh, forever. Like, okay, For so a long you will, time. People love them. You will live your entire life being able to access Hot Cheetos. I think so. Okay. In some form or fashion. Maybe they won't be called Hot Cheetos anymore years down the road. Will They're your rebranding. Grand, will your grandchildren be eating Hot Cheetos? 
I mean, there's no reason yeah. for Cheetos to leave. Like, you I, know, I, I mean, don't know. Yeah, the answer to that question would be why? Like, why would they go anywhere? So people love them. People love them. He did say somebody, there was a, a very nice couple, he says, that donated their land for him to build and what hide a this. Weird, what a to, weird I'm just, deal. I'm confused. The whole thing is confusing, but huge, you got to preserve yeah, the hot Cheetos. You know what is an underrated Cheeto? I don't even know if they still make it. An underrated Cheeto flavor is the jalapeno ones. Hot so Cheetos, good. I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan of the hot Cheetos. Just They're a little too hot and the red dust gets everywhere. But the jalapeno cheater, Cheeto. Very good. Underrated. Also, the um, corn, the street corn. Some people hated it. Like, yeah, you did a Saturday a, snack yeah. review on it. A lot of people hated it. I actually thought it was good. Slapped. But I'm telling you, the jalapeno Cheetos, if you've never had them, very good. There's an eight-year-old boy uh, from India who killed a cobra. Listen to this. He was bit by a snake, and then he bit the snake back. He bit the snake so much, it killed the snake. <laughs> Can you imagine biting a snake? He bit a snake to death. Well, to what? To save his yeah, life? You I, got to. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know, man. That is, oh, gosh. Yeah, he said the snake was wrapped around his hand, bit him. He was in a lot of pain, and he says the uh, snake wouldn't budge as I tried to shake it off. So he bit it. So I bit it really hard twice. All happened in a flash, but hey, he ended up biting the snake to uh, death. You know, they always say Oof. that biting is against uh, fighting rules. No biting, scratching, or below the belt hits. But apparently, when, when you're fighting a, a cobra, snake. also thank goodness the snake didn't uh, release any poison when he latched down. I didn't know if the cobras bite. had poison. Mm-hmm. Do they? This one did at least, and uh, apparently they were able to get him all taken care of at the hospital. But when was what the a, last time? Yeah, when was the last time you bit someone? Bit someone? Yeah. Like intentionally? Yeah, like I mean, t- I don't know how you have you ever have you ever been someone. in a fight and bite? No, I think I I've bit never my brother. I'm sure I bit my brother in a couple of fights. Ah, uh, yeah, okay, then maybe, yeah. maybe when I was like eight. I bite our kids. Six. That sounds weird, but like I, I'll play, play bite, bite our yeah, I'll play bite our kids, which isn't smart because then when they bite me, I'm like, no, you can't do that. Uh, they do say not to play bite with your kids. I know they take uh, away all yeah, the fun. Yeah, they yeah, say, yeah. They say because then you're teaching your kids. So then what? Next thing you go to a play date or. Wherever your daycare and uh, yeah, all these parenting the experts. Kids. You know what? They also say don't give your kids Mountain Dew, but guess what? Everything's <laughs> fine. Um, I also saw Jeopardy is doing a special Alex Trebek category. I oh, think that's, that's sweet. pretty sweet. We're coming up on the anniversary of his passing. Are we really? Wow. And, yeah, and so they opened up a special category for Alex Trivia specifically for contestants. You know, I haven't really watched Jeopardy since then. I have no idea how well it's doing. I would like to know the ratings, like if it's changed at all. Because I will say people like Jeopardy. I mean, Alex was a huge part of it, but people love it for the questions. And I actually, I guess I've seen one episode with the Ken Jennings guy. It wasn't terrible. Yeah, okay. I'm just bitter about the guy because I met him once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't very nice. Um, I saw Facebook laid off 11,000 I saw this, yeah. And like uh, Zuckerberg Zuckerberg was like, I, I think him... Announcing the firing is like out in public, like the video. Oh, really? Yeah, because I saw I saw on Twitter like someone was posting this video and he was like crying. I mean, I felt bad for him. I mean, he's had a he's had a bad couple of weeks. But uh, do you know his office is all glass? So Zuckerberg's Zuckerberg's office at Meta headquarters or whatever, it's all glass. So no matter who you are, if you walk by, you can see what he's doing. No privacy. His his wow. uh, you office is all glass. You would think he would want the opposite. I would think so too, but it's all glass. And now he's a billionaire, right? Yeah, definitely a billionaire. Oh. Multi billionaire. Uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. 
He's yeah, probably one of the richest people behind. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I bet just... you. I bet you he's top ten. How yeah, you rich should look up net worth. Mark. He's got to be multiple billions. Bird. He's not. Bird. He's not Bezos. He's not Musk. But I'm sure he's in their neighborhood. Yeah, because it goes Bezos. Then goes, Musk. I think it now goes they go Musk back and then forth. Bezos. Yeah, forty-eight point nine billion. Yeah, okay. So he's, but he lost like he literally lost three billion in like two days once. Um, he used to have a hundred and two yeah. billion. Yeah. He was the third richest just a couple years ago. Now he's the twenty-third. Yeah, richest he had person. a day. Maybe he lost eleven billion in one day, and that just happened a couple weeks ago. Can you imagine Whew. as rich as you are? As rich as you are, can you imagine losing $11 billion in one day? I don't care how much money. That hurts. It hurts, but it also doesn't affect them as much as you think. No, Because they still still have billions. That's just crazy. I mean, I get mad if I drop a $20 bill and Bezos (laughs) or uh, Zuckerberg's like, yeah, I lost $11 billion. Ah, Dang, that's awful. Those are some of your trending stories. Makeup or breakup. With Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is a makeup or breakup. So here we go. We got Andrea with us. She went out with Jeff. And uh, what did she say? She was, she was very confident that she was going to hear back the first night or the yeah, next I day. Yeah, I think the message said that night. She was like, I was convinced he was going to reach out that night. Yeah, I wouldn't, or the I wouldn't reach out the same night. Oh, I would. You would? Is yeah, I mean, sm- not not like right when I get in the car, but maybe Had a great time. later that evening, maybe before bed, and I just pull up my phone and just say, hey, just thanks again for tonight. It was fun. Something like that. Yeah, I feel like the three-day rule is kind of old news now with how connected people are with technology and texting and Or some people messaging. take it too far. Yeah. But three back weeks. In the, yeah, back in the day, it used to be like, oh, you got to wait three days, whatever it may be. So, Andrea, welcome to Makeup or Breakup. How are you? Hi, how are you? We're doing wonderful. Okay, so uh, tell us about Jeff. You were very convinced he was going to reach out right away and uh, and no dice. Right, yeah, no, Jeff was great, and I thought we had a great day. We shared an appetizer, and, you know, there's just little cues you pick up on when it's going that well, and I would have bet money that I would have heard from him, you know, that night. I, I didn't think I would have to wait, much less. Yeah. Okay. Cricket. Man, okay. you have bet money. That's huge because you were so confident. And can I ask why? Like, why were you like, oh, yeah, we're going to go out again. He's going to message me back. I guess because everything went so smoothly. And uh, there wasn't mm-hmm. really any awkward hiccups or what should we talk about. You know, there was a definitely the getting to know you thing just sort of meshed really well. It felt like we already had passed that point. So we were able to move on and have a great date. And I think that's, like, crucial. That's the thing that you don't mm-hmm. always get. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I would agree with that. So when you, in your mind, as far as everything goes, you would, I mean, I hate to do this, but, like, scale of 1 to 10, what would you put it at as far as the date? Oh, gosh. I guess this would be a 9. Wow. Almost uh, a 10. Okay. Huge score. Okay, so you said you shared an appetizer before dinner. Um, that's kind yeah. of poking out to me a little bit, and I don't don't really necessarily know why. Uh, who picked the appetizer? Was this, like, a we're getting mott sticks and nothing else because that's what i like i mean no. honestly or did you know uh, did you guys we even like calamari and it was um jeff picked it and um i don't oh, i I, I know what you're thinking maybe along the lines of oh it stopped at the appetizer but it was one of those drink dates you know meet for drinks see how it goes and um we didn't really plan on dinner or anything so we oh, just got it. enjoyed okay. each other's company so much we had an appetizer oh, okay. i am definitely i'm definitely team dinner by and the calamari. way oh calamari is, is so good okay so um Andrea, let's play a song. Let's come back and call Jeff, okay? Okay. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is a make up or break up. Here we go. Uh, We're about to talk to Jeff. We talked to Andrea. 
I get a little worried when people are just super confident. She goes, this date was a 9 out of 10. Um, I expected him to reach out later that night or the next morning, and now nothing. So when someone's so confident, sometimes that makes me more worried than someone that kind of takes a realistic view. And it's like, ah, it was an okay date. She said, I would have bet money that he would have reached out to me right away, which that does speak a lot, right? You're like, hey, this date was really good. Um, She says, originally it was just meat for drinks to see how things go. They were enjoying time together. So they're like, oh, let's order an appetizer. And they got some food. So I don't know if maybe that wasn't what his intentions were going into it. Maybe He's he like, was I wanting a, dinner. I had a certain budget, and the moment that, we have yeah. to order appetizers, that takes me over my budget, whatever <laughs> it may be. Okay, so let's uh, let's get Jeff's side of things. Hello? Hello, is this Jeff? Uh, yeah, sure is. Who's this? Jeff, Jeff, hi. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. And uh, um, Hi. Okay. Hi, uh, Jeff. I'm sorry, I don't, yeah, it, I don't know the show. Who, that's okay. Uh, what, what's this about? Well, so we'll explain. So we are Joey and Lauren, and then on our show, we help people with their relationships. So Andrea, who you want to date a date with, she's a fan of our show. She said nine out of ten date. You guys had a really, really good time. Um, she's mentioned to us that she wants to go out with you again, but she feels like you're ignoring her. And so what we do is we kind of come in, we try to make that phone call and kind of bridge the gap and see maybe what went wrong. So we could tell her if there's anything at all. You know, she um, kind of wants some closure just yeah, to right. see. Some answers. <laughs> yeah. tell, tell us about the uh, date no, in just, your eyes. Just if, taking it in. Um, it is kind of weird. Mean, Andrea was great, to be clear. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I think she, she's awesome. We, we, you know, we, we had a pretty good time and everything. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Just, I mean, I, you know, it, it definitely seemed like it had potential to be, like, super, super great for, for a while. But there was one point she kind of made a comment that, like, Kind of, I don't know, just kind of offended me. And um, it, like, was very gradually a little downhill from there. Okay. Okay, so she she says something that upset you, and then that kind of snowballed the rest of the date. Um, Do you feel comfortable sharing with us, like, what it is that she said? Well, you know, I realize what this probably sounds like. It's not whatever it might sound like. Basically... Like, just, she kind of, like, made fun of how I was dressed. Uh, She made some, some, like, remark about how my shoes and belt didn't match. Okay, yeah, like, how, like how so? What did she? What did she say? Hey, your shoes and belt don't I mean, match. Or? It was, you know, it was like a little ways in, and we're just, you know, sort of, um, it, you know, talking about. She mentioned she worked in retail. I was like, oh, that's, you know, that's cool. I was yeah. like, you know, any job I had where I worked among people. She said, yeah, and then she goes, yeah, and hey, you know, maybe I could uh, get you that hookup. Uh, you know, set you up with a belt that actually matches your shoes. You know, but like, okay, like, that's really, not. I don't know. That's not nice. What? That's not. Oh, that's. No. But I will be honest, Jeff. I felt like you were building up to something that cut deep that was personal. I'm not saying Politics it's not. Listen, something. I'm, that's a that's a that's a dig. That's obviously a uh, rude remark. Well, how do you take that? Hey, maybe I can get you a belt that yes, actually Yes, I know, matches. but also Jeff was acting like, you know, she questioned his religious beliefs or something. Like right. I don't like did she laugh at the end? Was there a chuckle? There was definitely, yeah. I mean, she's like, yeah, like kind of laughingly, but as though it was like mm. some like obvious big faux pas that I'd made, which yeah, didn't seem that to me. And I mean, you know, like I'm, I mean, I, I very much mean she said something that like offended me, as opposed to like something offensive. Yeah, she didn't but say you're entitled the, to the that. List. But she just, you know, this kind of, I, I don't know, you know, I kind of like brush it off and just breeze past it. But after a little bit, it kind of just set in. And the longer, and I couldn't get out of my head. Like the longer the night went by, it was like she been, yeah, okay, she must so, have been thinking that up until that point, and then just kind of said something. And I don't know, it just started to really bother me. I got really self conscious. So and did you say anything? Like, am I just like dressed weird? 
weird yeah. or bad in, in, in her eyes or something. But I mean, you know, I tried to dress nice for this date, you know, but what did you like, say after uh, that comment? Did you say anything after that comment or did you brush it off? I mean, it was so unexpected. I just kind of like was a little dazed, but just, mm-hmm. you know, just kept just, just, just brush it off and kept going. Mm-hmm. But, Jeff, are yeah. you are you aware that belts and shoes should match? Like if you wear brown shoes, you should have a brown belt, black shoes, you should have a black belt. Or is this like new information to you? I know I've heard it before. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that you mean, guy, like, yeah. you know, like when you're wearing, like, a suit or yes, you're dressed, like, sure. formally or at least, mm-hmm. like, semi-formally, yeah. you know? I have one um, brown belt, but I'll be honest, I don't have any black dress shoes, so I never have to deal with this. Uh, Jeff, we can actually get a real solution to this because Andrea is with us on the other line. We oh. would like to bring – no, it's okay. We'd like to bring her on. Andrea, <laughs> this comment, I mean, it's not nice. It's not – maybe it was a joke. You were teasing. Well, tell us how you said yeah. it, Andrea, like your perspective. Hey, look, I was – I'm sorry about this, by the way, and I was totally teasing. It, it's so not a big deal. I can get you a hookup on a belt if you need one. <laughs> I, I, I literally would not reach out. That's all I was saying. I mean, I mean, you know, hi, whatever. But like, you kind of hear like how you're sounding here. Like, it's 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 kind of rude. Like, you're just assuming that everybody's on the same page. You want you one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't need a belt. I have a perfectly good belt. <laughs> I was wearing a very good belt. I've got multiple belts. It's, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm doing okay. Can I, I just say, trying to do something nice? Yeah, Andrea, I get it. The intention behind it. Uh, let me ask you this. So, what if the roles were reversed and Jeff, you guys are sitting down, and Jeff mentioned some comment about, oh yeah, well maybe I can. One day, hook you up with a purse that matches I, your outfit. I thought right? about that. Or something I, along those lines. Here's what I thought about. You're a hair cutter and, or stylist, and you go, <laughs> oh, yeah, and I can cut your hair, get you get you a little bit cleaner cut. like yeah. or, or I can get you that those highlights you need. Yeah, like, it could come off that way even though you don't mean it. Do you hear that so, now? I guess you're right. Like I, I hear it now. Like if he, I mean, depending on what he commented on for me, I probably could have taken it as, oh, wow, he's like some... Mel Chauvinist trying to, yeah, like, yeah, control yeah. what someone wears. But I guess, for me, I took it more as the fun, funny stigma of guys yeah. don't often know how to dress themselves. And they don't know that their belt's supposed to match their Sure. <laughs> well, let's I do know. this. Let's do this. Because I, I actually, I think there's a lot of potential. Jeff, do you understand she is just like, hey, I really viewed it as a favor. Yeah, I, I, I can hear that that's how she's seeing it, yeah. Uh, Andrea, from a guy's perspective... We, if we have a functioning belt that tightens the pants and keeps them up, so we're not showing too much plumber's crack, we feel like we've won the lottery. <laughs> so I, I literally have one belt that I use for everything. So that's the mindset I'm sure Jeff has. I think there's potential here, Lauren. I don't know about you. Whether there's a belt purchased or not, I really think that this shouldn't be a deciding factor of being done with it. Yeah, I mean, I would be offended if someone. Sure. My physical oh, it's, appearance. Yeah, it's but not a great look. I guess Jeff will give you the final word here. Like, do you want to go out with Andrea again? She says she was teasing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just it's like a little too much. Uh, I don't know. It's a little too vain or superficial or something. But also, it's not really about the belt and shoes. It's about like whether you're right. She's probably right. It probably didn't quite go, you know. But like, it was just very inconsiderate of like the other person's feelings. And to me, that's mm-hmm. uh, a sign that this isn't a great match. She's just kind of kind of thrills at me if I make a mistake, whether or not it's going to hurt. Okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Andrea. <laughs> I 
why don't we find a man for you, Andrea, that already comes with the black belt and black <laughs> pants situation done. But, Jeff, you do you. I... I appreciate you sticking to your values and what you feel like wear was offensive. Wear whatever you want. Like, wear yeah. whatever you want, Jeff. Now I'm going to be questioning you. my belt choices. It's Joey <laughs> and Lauren. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. My 1027. Time for the good stuff. With Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is time for your good stuff, your feel-good stories of the week. I told you a story that I read somewhere weeks ago. About a lady that got a heart transplant, but the guy that had the heart was like a contractor for homes, and she was able to do home projects when she woke up from the (laughs) transplant. That is wild. Yes. That is just wild. Well, this is going to maybe confirm that report. So here is a, this is a story about a professional carpenter, a model builder, because the man woke up from a coma. So doctors are baffled. A dad wakes up from a coma to discover artistic skills he never had before and now is a carpenter and a model maker. So think about that. But he didn't have like a transplant like no. the other person. So he No, he just woke up from a coma and all of a sudden had all these new skills. He was in a coma and wakes up and now he can yeah. do things he never knew how to do before. Man's name is Mo Hunter and he uh, had a bacterial meningitis and tuberculosis in his brain and he's been fighting for his life since 2004. He oh was in a coma for a month. Oh, okay. my gosh. He was in a coma for a month. He came out, and not only was he walking and talking and doing all those things, but he had all these new interests. He says, I wasn't, this is his quote, I really wasn't creative before in the slightest. I was more interested in going outside football and computer games. He goes, now I am super artistic, and now he's a carpenter, and wow. I can I, I'm just, you hear these stories. It just makes well, no sense. It's like the people that uh, would come back from being sick or being in a coma or whatever. Accent? Now they speak a different yeah, language. I'm crazy. like, that is crazy. There was a guy that like went into a coma and came out and could play the piano. Mm-hmm. He's never played the piano before in his life, and he was like Mozart or whatever. Well, did you hear the story? I feel like it was recently. There was a woman who suffered from amnesia, or she got in some tragic accident with a traumatic brain injury or something and she's okay but she forgot completely everything that had happened in her life before and she didn't know her boyfriend anymore like she'd forgotten her boyfriend she ends up re-falling in love with her boyfriend that was crazy which i'm like that's crazy yeah she finds the same guy and falls in love with him sounds like a nicholas sparks book right uh, this is also a crazy story. A, a man who's been a trucker for 15 years saved the life after seeing a uh, car accident on a freeway in uh, New Mexico. So uh, T- Tony Dottie is his name. He was driving his uh, semi-truck, saw a horrible crash involving a Jeep flip over before it uh, crashed into a concrete barrier. This man, though, jumps into action. He was actually a volunteer firefighter and EMT for years. He grabs an EMT paramedic bag that he has comes out, saves the man's life. Wow. Isn't that awesome? I love stories like that where it's like right place, right time, right person to step in and help. That is, yeah. wow, 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 wow. I bet he that guy's looked great at, cool. He looked at the man that got in the car accident as he's getting him out of his car. He says, you're coming with me, buddy. I'm going to save you. Jeez, oh my man. gosh, that I needs know. to be a movie. I know. It's coming just amazing. with me, brother. I love and, it. And uh, this is interesting, but a feel-good story. So apparently a dog... Uh, is battling a terminal cancer, but the dog owner, the mom, claims that eating cans of pumpkin helped save her dog from terminal cancer. Oh, no kidding. And now the dog is in recovery. What? Just give your dog some libbies. Yeah, so so I guess this lady uh, from uh, Delaware, 63-year-old woman, says her dog, Coda, 
diagnosed with a terminal cancer. Aww. She said, I started uh, feeding the dog pumpkin and pumpkin spice and everything nice. Dog is now in recovery. PSLs. And, yeah. Saving animals. That's right. <laughs> a little PSL for the pup. Uh, this reminds me of Love my that. grandma's dog was a fan of Jack in the Box tacos. Now, my grandma's dog just recently passed away. Night before, they knew he was going to go. They went to Jack in the Box and got him tacos. No lettuce. That's he didn't so like, yeah. sweet. Isn't that sweet? I know. And when we got the text of the family thread from my aunt, she goes, Chayo uh, was laid to rest. But the night before, we did go and get him some Jack of the Box tacos. And I was like, my heart. Can I just say, Ugh. dogs are amazing. Dogs have so many good qualities, obviously, to make us just happier people. I'm waiting for the other shoe no, no, no. to drop. I'm always just amazed at how long dogs can live. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like while eating Jack in the Box tacos. Yeah, all the time. with just certain things, right? And yeah. I love it. I think it's really sweet. Wake up laughing with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren, and our lives could be changed forever. I have amazing news. Uh, it all has to do with what we do and with TikTok. So, um, you know TikTok and the voice. Like when you, how do you explain the TikTok voice? So if you were if you were uh, doing a video on TikTok. And you typed out yep. words, and you I want think, the words uh, to like say it. Yeah, it's the auto voice. It kind of reads it for you. Yeah. And I've done it before with a video, and it was like, my toddler when I gasp for no reason or something wow, like that. Wow, you do a really good uh, TikTok voice. And so yeah, we all know you. what the TikTok voice is. And what's funny about the voice is because it's like AI or whatever or generated, you know, sometimes like LOL is lull. So yeah. it won't say LOL. It just goes lol yeah or whatever but the voice it's that girl's voice and it's kind of nasally and but people love it because they think it's kind of funny describing it so it'll be like my boyfriend every time i come over yeah no, that's yeah the good. one that i did was like gasp and get your toddler's reaction kind of like that you sound like it do it really yeah oh, wow. do that again Gasp and get your toddler's reaction. Right? So that's the TikTok voice. Yeah, so something like that. I didn't know how it all worked. I didn't know if it's all computer yeah, generated actually, or hang whatever. Hang on. I pulled up an example okay, real quick. Okay. So this is actually the voice. Yes. This is how to get your dad to do the dishes every night. Okay. Yeah, so that's her voice. So that is this woman's voice, and that's the TikTok voice, and people love it. People use it. I mean, it's used millions and millions of times probably every week or whatever, right? Well... The person has now been revealed. It's a real person that does this voice. Now, why I'm bringing this up is because this person is a radio host. And so, yes, we can change our lives and try and do this as a job. I think I just proved that I could do it. So here's the video, by the way. Um, The woman's name, she is a uh, radio host in in Ontario, Canada. Her name is Kat Callahan. And she, uh, it must have been a legal thing because she basically did a video that says, finally, I can tell you I'm the voice of TikTok. So for a while, I'm sure she do you think couldn't. She's, mm, do you think this is a, a thing where she's saying she's the voice of TikTok? No, 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 no. Now you can I no, because she's like verified on TikTok and they, they wouldn't, they would call her out. No, she, it's real. She really is the voice. So I found a video. So this is the video of the recording. And then she says it right there to the camera and you can hear it's the same voice. Oh, wow. Okay. When you guys have been asking me if I'm the voice on TikTok. Okay. That's the recorded voice. And then listen to her right here. She takes a minute, but listen. Finally, I can tell you guys, it is me. Boom, that's oh, her. Oh, wow, it is her. So she's, that she, does sound just yeah. like her. So, Lauren, here you are as a radio host. Here's this woman on a radio host in Ontario, Canada. You can become the voice of TikTok, maybe. And I think your voice sounded pretty good. How do I get the gig? And also, what does it pay? I'm very curious that's what they pay That's what her. I don't know. That's what I have no idea. Let me and see if Google will do anything for me. Let's see. How much 
So her name is Kat. She now can, and now she's like doing media tours and everything. And now it's like the big thing to get her on an interview. Yeah. Because now, so legally, she must not have been able to say anything for a couple years. And now she's like, oh, yeah, I'm owning it and all that kind of stuff. Wow. This is really, huh? This is interesting because one of the first stories that pops up Mm -hmm. is says Canadian is suing TikTok owners for using her voice. That was a year ago. But when you Google it, it says, yep, that's her name. This is the this is her name. Kat, Kat Callahan. That's her. Gosh, I want to know. Okay, you how should much. Google. So this is a crazy story. I interviewed once when I did sports radio years ago. I interviewed the voice of Siri. And I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but she literally like and it was the same thing. Yeah. She couldn't say anything for years. And then basically she was like, Okay, I can now tell people I'm the voice of Siri. And I got an email from a publicist that's like, do you want to interview the voice of Siri? Why a sports radio show wanted an interview? We were like, yeah, let's do it. And so we had the lady on. I can't. Her name is Susan Bennett. You should Google. Susan Bennett. Susan Bennett is her name. She's I the voice of Siri. I was just briefly reading over the story of this, this person Look suing. up how much she made, let's Susan see. Bennett, for being the voice of Siri. Because I, I feel like we asked her and she wouldn't tell us how much she made. Okay, but I don't think it was Susan a lot. Susan Bennett get paid for Siri? Da, 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 da. She was only paid for the original recordings. Yeah. How much did Siri make? It's not saying. It's not telling oh, you? Um, hmm. Estimated earnings at, I don't know if this is accurate, $691,000? Mm, I don't know. That seems high. I feel like when we interviewed her, she wouldn't tell us the number, but she basically was like, it's not as much as you think. Because here's what they do. Yeah, I think that's a confusing article. With the, with the TikTok voice and the voice of Siri or the voice of Alexa what they do is you get hired to do this, from what I understand, and then you literally record, like, every word known to man. You have to record a ton of stuff, and they pay you, I think, one flat fee to record all Got those it. words. It's not saying how much she made for Siri. It does tell me what her uh, net worth is because is she does it? other voice work. $1.5 million. That's pretty good. But don't you think that's, uh, that's small considering you're the voice of an entire phone? That's what I think the controversy is. Yeah, is I that think people get you upset. You weren't paid very much because you realize how much how much you're out there. Because this girl, think about it. Think about how infuriating it is. Here's a radio host in Canada. She's the voice of TikTok. This app blows up. It's the most downloaded app in the history of apps. You're hearing your voice everywhere, and she probably got a one time fee to record for TikTok. Yep, just a few things, and then just boom. a few things, and, and then, then it's done. That's and, probably why she sued at some point. I got to read the story more. Yeah. So, would you do it, Lauren? If if a if a company comes along and says, Lauren, we want to use your voice, and you could be like this radio host from Canada and be the voice of TikTok, yeah, would I would you want do a it? clause in the contract that says if it gains X Y Z popularity, yeah. I need to be. Yeah. I need more percentage. Instead or of just getting thousands of dollars <laughs> one time to go into a recording booth and record, you want you want a residual yeah. every month That's or something. That's a pretty cool flex, though. It is. It it is a cool flex, especially, and it's got to suck for two years or however long it's been where you can't say anything but then when you can finally publicize it yeah i'm i'm going on the, good morning america i'm doing all that what stuff. about the voice of alexa that's another that yeah, i don't know about. that's another i don't know but i think it's not as much money as you'd think but i would do it in a heartbeat yeah, you can i think me? i would too time for that awkward moment with joey and lauren in the morning it's joey and lauren it is that awkward moment time uh, amber is with us getting awkward in the restroom we always appreciate something like that so I mean, anytime you are in that situation, yeah, it can, it be, can awkward. Be, a, be a little weird. For sure, especially if it's a public yeah, restroom. Yeah, and it is. And we've had, gosh, probably some of our all-time great awkward moments have been people telling us stories in public restrooms. Like we had the guy that, uh, Zach, I think it was, that 
the toilet overflowed and he just it ran out of the restaurant. Or he just like left. <laughs> he left. It. Yeah. So Amber uh, has a public restroom awkward moment. Hello, Amber. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Okay. What <laughs> happened? So I was. Uh, I so anyway, I was meeting my friend at a restaurant for lunch, and I got there first. So they went ahead and sat me, and I realized that I had to go to the bathroom. So Mm -hmm. I just left all my stuff um, and just dashed over to the bathroom. And when I went to get out, it was just like a single, it wasn't like uh, a lot of people could go. It was just like a single um, stall, you know, door type of situation. So you lock, um, like a room. Okay. So it's just like a one, like you lock the door that goes to the hallway or whatever. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Like a bathroom at home. Oh, got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Okay. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I went to open the door and it wouldn't open. And I, it, there was something like I couldn't get it to open, to unclick, to do whatever. I tried so many different ways. And I mean, it was lunchtime and I am pounding, pounding on the door <laughs> to, try to, get the, to try to get out of the thing. And I can hear people out there, all the noise and everything and people going by and no one is hearing me. Oh, my and, gosh, because it's so busy and noisy. Because it's so busy. <laughs> yes. Because it's so busy. And I'm oh. pounding. And I have no way of getting a hold of anybody because my phone is in my purse sitting at my seat. So you didn't have your phone. Yeah, because I was going to say, well, you call. You could call the restaurant and say, hey, this is weird, but I'm yeah. in your bathroom. I'm amazed you left your purse behind. <laughs> I mean, I guess if it was just a quick bathroom trip. But I always get nervous. So I take it with me. But, okay, so you're stuck in the bathroom. You can't call anyone. You're banging on the door. I mean, obviously, you got out of the bathroom because we're talking to you now. No, Amber, (laughs) correct me if I'm wrong. You are somehow, you got an emergency phone, and you're still in the bathroom to this day. I'm calling from within. No, I did get out. Uh, How long Um, were you in there? Oh, oh, like probably 10, 15 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Because of the way the the restaurant is situated, you can kind of see the bathroom doors from the dining area. Yeah. So it was this massive ruckus of these people, like, trying to get the door open. So, oh, my word. Yeah. And so when they finally got it open, after about, uh, I would say, probably close to 15 minutes, um, when they finally got it open and I got out, like, People were clapping in the restaurant because they clearly had been enjoying the show that was going on. Well, think of like, if, so it, yeah, because think of three employees or four employees or however many was like all surrounding a bathroom door. You're going to watch like you're going to like what is going yes, on? Yes, But also, is there any explanation why the door wasn't opening? Because that's what's confusing oh, to yeah. me. So apparently it was well known to the restaurant. Oh, yeah. Because one guy was like, oh, yeah. You're supposed to like ask before you go. <laughs> I didn't see that like, sign. That's supposed to um, ask before I go to the bathroom. He's like, because the door is kind of janky, and so there's a special way that we tell you how to open it. So <laughs> they were well aware that this was an issue. Wow, what? A, like, wow. It's, just, it's a mom and pop place. It's like, oh yeah, if people need to use the bathroom, they'll ask Frank. He knows how to get out of it. Like, oh he's good. my gosh! So you, they're obviously telling you this after the fact. That, oh people yeah, people are watching time, you. Tell us when you got to go, uh, so that we can give you instruction. Wow. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I mean, you would think they would put a sign maybe on the door. Like, you how would hard think. would that be? Yeah. Or I don't know. Let's call maintenance. 
Uh, yeah, I don't even know I, if there's yeah, some legal things there. Is there some like fire? I mean, I don't know. If That's bathroom, a fire safety issue yeah. for sure. Yeah, I so think. so why don't you just say the business name and we'll get them? No, no I'm just kidding. Could but, you imagine though if they're like this is a horrible thing to think about? But could you imagine if there was a fire in the restaurant? And someone they, got stuck in they there. They evacuate the restaurant thinking everyone's out and you're stuck in the bathroom banging on the door. Well, now, yeah. you're, now you're giving Amber PTSD yeah. and now Amber's never going to be the same ever again. <laughs> so Amber, I'm glad you made it out. And now you probably you know what? If I were you, I'd be like. You you know what? They screwed me over so bad. I'm never going to lock the door to a bathroom ever again. I'm just going to go in and leave it open. <laughs> leave it open. Yeah. Well, I'm not so risking I, it. What I have been doing is, like you said, I've been bringing my purse into the bathroom yeah. every single time. Yeah. I think just that's a smart case, idea. You need to make a call. Amber, thanks for joining us. Appreciate the story. Oh, thanks, guys. Absolutely. Uh, have you had an awkward moment in a bathroom like that or been locked? Have you been locked in or out of anywhere? Like locked out is one thing, being locked in. Yeah, I mean, I've been locked out of my house. I've been locked. I don't know. I don't think I've been locked in or out of a public place. I do have a story of a coworker because I worked at a restaurant with a freezer, and the freezer would lock or at least get really. Like, oh gosh! Yeah, yeah That's I have. A, scary. I have. A, I have a story of a of a coworker that got locked inside something, and he's frozen wow. there, and he's never come out. No, he's <laughs> just in there still to this day. Uh, we'll get to your answers though. You can text us six eight seven one nine. It's next. That awkward moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is that awkward moment. Amber uh, just joined us to tell us how she was locked in a bathroom. Couldn't get out in a restaurant. And then the employees had to help her out. Everyone's looking at her. And they're like, oh, yeah, you should have told us. It's a little weird and kind of janky how you have to get it out. Yeah, let us know like, next oh, okay. time. Yeah, we'll let yeah, you thanks in a lot. get you out. Uh, so have you ever been locked in somewhere, locked out of somewhere? Uh, Vince is with us. Locked in a pharmacy, we understand. Hello, Vince. How are you? Hey, guys. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a story, story for the ages. Yeah, okay, so um, you got yourself okay. locked inside? I did. I was, uh, coming home late from work, and, uh, you know, nothing really was open, but this pharmacy, for some reason, was open. It had the lights on, everything. Um, I opened the door, walked in. I don't even remember if I saw the person at the cash register, but uh-huh. uh, everything was open. I went into the bathroom. And uh, when I came out of the bathroom, the lights were all off. Everything was off. <laughs> and then, that's fine. Sure, whatever. And then I went to open one door, and nothing. This door would not open. It was locked. Um, so you're locked I, inside. You cannot leave. Yeah, and then I went the <laughs> other side, and they had those big, you know, gated things that are like security Oh, okay. So you th- at that point, you're like, okay, it's definitely, they definitely someone, closed up. Yep, someone closed up for the night. Now, now, this couldn't have been like a grocery store pharmacy, right? Like, because at that no, point, no, no, there'd no. still it be people like there cleaning. It was like, like a okay. Oh, like a oh, like an old school. Okay. You know what? Yeah, and so they don't have they don't have cameras or a beep. They probably well, maybe they do. Yeah, but. I guess that's true. But they probably don't have one of those like beep things when you walk in and go say doo doo. No, the crazy thing is that. I remembered in the bathroom there was this small window, and I even tried actually going through there. <laughs> I, I was too big. Uh, I, was, I, I wasn't going to push it. I didn't want to be that guy who died getting stuck trying to get out. Also, uh, that's scary because if somebody somewhere. saw you, oh, they yeah. would think you were breaking in, anytime, trying to steal medicine. Yeah. Like, Vince, yeah. anytime I hear these stories about people that get locked in somewhere, you have to convince the authorities or whoever that you weren't trying to break in. And sometimes that can be a weird thing, right? So what'd you, what'd you end up doing? It was actually, it gave me a panic attack. Because first when I looked up 
looked at my phone, it had no bars. It was like, oh my gosh, no, no service. Guess I'm sleeping I, here I tonight. Found, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I found a spot. Like there was literally one spot in that whole pharmacy. <laughs> I was literally carrying that phone above my head and running around. <laughs> And I found, like, one spot, and I texted, and it took maybe, like, five minutes for that oh, my word. to go through. And I had my girlfriend call the cops. Got it. Tell them to come over. So you were worried. You were uh, so worried that the, the call wasn't going to go through. So you're like, you know what, I'll have my, you know, I'll have her call the cops. That makes sense. So, yeah, because the call wasn't going through. It was just text. One, Got it. Know, like, most send of the one text didn't even go through to my girlfriend. It was one that oh, finally, my word. you know, just... Went through. Well, Vince, I'm glad That's you're you're funny. safe and alive, man. All right, you you don't have to live uh, in that pharmacy for the rest of your life. Weird story. Appreciate it. So that's Vince with getting locked in. I, I was telling uh, earlier how I have a story about a restaurant, and we had a walk-in fridge at a diner I worked in, and the way that it seals, it seals tight. And we had a coworker, a little tiny petite little girl, and the door got shut, and literally it was unlocked. But she was she trying to push it open, and she couldn't push it open. So what did so she do? He was in there for like seven minutes before someone else walked in, opened it. But she was like banging. But, you know, it's a restaurant. Oh it's pretty gosh. loud. That's, that's terrifying because you could like freeze. It's, thank and- goodness it was a fridge, not a freezer. If it was a freezer. Oh, I thought you said freezer. No, fridge. Oh, it was okay. like a, uh, we put like um, like produce and stuff, yeah, like cut up tomatoes fridge, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But because it was sealed so tight, you know, and she was probably a buck ten or whatever. I don't know what she weighed, but yeah. So I locked in. It's hard to get locked in like a big store, but I feel like recently there was some guy that got locked in a pretty big grocery store chain, and kind of the same thing. It was like uh, no one's here anymore. Yeah, well, that's why when we were talking to Vince, I was like, this has to be like a small little place because yeah, any big grocery store, even after they lock the doors, there's going to be employees there cleaning yeah. or closing up or well, counting the tills. Or there's whatever. alarms too. I've heard. Mm-hmm. I've read stories about people that get locked in a store. And they think it's empty. Now, people may be cleaning, but, like, they still trip an alarm trying to go out the exit or whatever it may be. The so. owners of this place probably thought he was trying to home alone the place. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, like the toy, sh- toy yeah, shop yeah, yeah. when they're they're hanging out in the little dollhouse until everybody What's leaves. What's toy story called? Duncan's. Duncan's yeah. toy chest or yeah, toy yeah. closet or whatever. Yeah. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. Joey and Lauren in the morning. We got your uh, Joey Life Hack today. So if you pinch... Listen to this. If you got a headache, you got uh, like if you have a head strain or a headache or you've got some neck pain. So if you pinch the skin in between your index finger and your thumb and you pinch that, you kind of sandwich and pinch it. Yeah. It can actually relieve neck and head tension instantly. That's perfect because I am suffering from shoulder and back pain right okay. now. So, yep, right there in between your index finger and your thumb. Squeeze it's that area. It's instantly supposed to release yeah. the pain? No. All right. Well, there's your life hack. Thank you a lot, Lauren. <laughs> Instead of giving people hope I'm a, and joy no, in the world. I'm a real life uh, example. We did a little demo you know test because my back hurts. you do the life hack from now on? Well, Honestly. I do have like, a life hack. I do have a life hack. Okay. Okay. So if you have a toddler and you don't want them to fall out of their bed because you don't have railing on their bed, get um, pool noodles. And then if you put it under the yep. uh, fitted sheet or the mattress cover, just like that, they are nice and cozy and contained and they won't it fall does, out, at least uh, not yet. It is annoying making the bed, though. And I find that one of the pool noodles always slips. So before we <laughs> put our toddler to bed, I'm always like moving pool noodles under a fitted sheet, which is something I never thought I'd be doing <laughs> as a parent. Yep. We are on the same wavelength because you and I both said, oh, my gosh, we have to talk about this guy 
from Philadelphia eating the rotisserie chicken for 40 yes. days straight. I saw the story, and I'm so glad you were thinking about it, too. First of all, look at the photo of this dude. So I'm going to just show you real quick. And yeah, to catch insane. everyone up to speed, there is a guy. He's gone viral. He was eating 40 rotisserie chickens in 40 days. He yes, an entire roti- chicken. Yeah, so he would eat a rotisserie chicken every day, a new one, for not the same days. one, for 40 days. So he had 40 chickens for 40 days. And he put up signs in Philadelphia for his 40th chicken, and thousands of people showed up on some random pier in Philly to watch him do yep. it. And he's been all, he was on Good Morning America. He's on all these shows talking about why he decided to eat a rotisserie chicken every day for 40 days. I, which, I, honestly, like, what made him think this, for one? Like, rotisserie chickens, of all things. I watched one of the interviews he did, like, locally with a TV station in mm-hmm. Philly. And, like, he, I mean, he, it's obviously all for humor. So he was just like, I don't know. I don't even really like chicken. And, like, he was just so <laughs> dry the whole time. The but photo of him, he looks miserable. I, I do love a rotisserie chicken. I'm amazed. I was just talking to somebody about this story, and they're like, oh, rotisserie chicken is my least favorite type of chicken. Oh I was like, gosh, the I least? I love rotisserie I th- chicken. I mean, yeah, like, fried chicken's amazing. Chicken strips are great. Chicken wings. But I'm like, rotisserie chicken's way up there. It's very I love, good. You know, anytime I buy a rotisserie chicken, I always have hopes to, like, pick it apart and, and like, freeze it or yeah. make a soup with it or do something. I always end up just standing there and eating just chunks of chicken. Oh, the rotisserie chicken, when you get it home from the grocery store, you open up the lid and it's all it's all wet and steamy. Yeah. You have to start picking at it. Right? Yeah. you got to oh, pick absolutely. a piece off. Yeah. So a good. lot of times I'll go to take, like, the leg and then the bone actually just falls off and then there's just all that meat in the bottom and I just... I am hungry. I will tell you that <laughs> right now. Doesn't that sound good right now? It's what juicy. is a uh, what's a food you could eat for forty days straight? Forty days straight. Oh my gosh, probably cereal. You probably could do cereal. Yeah, I could do cereal. I could do the same easy. bowl of cereal for four. That's easy. Okay. Do well, I need I just, well, I just more feel of like, like a meal? Uh, there item? are people that do that. Yeah, I'm just thinking like, what is a food item that's that's something you wouldn't normally eat? That's like people saying, oh yeah, I have I'd have eggs every day. I yeah. think a lot of people could have eggs every day for yeah. forty days. Um, avocado. Or is that another no, thing that's no, too? I, I can no, have I think avocado that every day. I love. See, avocado. there's no way I could. The texture would have like I'm not even a big texture freak, mm-hmm. but the texture would get old after 40 days straight of avocado eating mush for 40 days. Ooh, I, I thought it. I could do like a sub sandwich every day. I really could, could do it. Yes. The same sub sandwich, you cannot change it though, because I'm not going to give you that. Yeah. You can't add different toppings. Yeah. You can't remove toppings. Yes. You can't get a different sauce. There's a certain restaurant that I get a sandwich from, and I have probably gotten the same sandwich for 15 years. Anytime I go. Now, oh, I'm not wow. going. I'm not going every day. So 40 but days. They've, they've released probably 80 new sandwiches, and still to this day, I right. walk in and I get the same sandwich I have since I was a kid. Literally, mm. since I was like 10 years old, I get I could, the same one. I could probably do a, a chicken wrap. There's a place that I get a chicken wrap that I really like, and I don't see myself getting sick of that right away. I think I could eat that for 40 days. Is it grilled chicken? Like it is. Uh, yes, it's grilled chicken. It's not fried chicken. Yeah, I got it. So it's a grilled chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I could do that. I don't think I could do anything super unhealthy. Like, I couldn't eat a donut every day for 40 days. I eat a donut once a week now. But I don't think, I think to me, a sub sandwich, I could eat a sub sandwich every day. Six inches. I'm not eating a foot long every day. That'd be tough. But I could do six to eight inches. Okay. Every day. Yeah. All right. But you can't switch it up. So it's just got to be the same exact thing. You're you're talking to a man that in college, literally, my entire freshman year of college, I ate a box of Kraft macaroni and cheese every day at the same time at oh my one. Gosh, 15. I could do that. 
Maybe that's my answer. Mac and cheese. No, I you love would, mac and cheese. You would die. Well, for, well, I, I ate it for a year. What about the guy, the supersize me guy? He ate, what was it, yeah, McDonald's had, for like however long that was? There's also a story of a guy that ate, I, I think it was Chick-fil-A. He ate Chick-fil-A every day for a year and lost like 45 pounds. Now, he was doing like grilled nuggets and oh, those things. Right. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, the supersize me, wasn't he fine or no? Did I, he end up being, uh, I can't I even can remember it up, how it ended. <laughs> I remember watching Super Size Me, and I went and got some nugs after. Yeah, yeah. And it's supposed to make you not want it. Yeah, I thought that was the whole thing. And Lauren's like, man, I am starving. That sounds like a great <laughs> I go for idea. A big Mac. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand.